Located at the top of Wisconsin, Bayfield County is considered by many of the locals to be the wild side of the dairy state. This is a place of majestic beauty with national treasures that include the Apostle Islands, the natural wonders of its sea caves, and rugged sandstone cliffs that frame the clear waters of Lake Superior. This is Bayfield County Wild. Hello everyone and welcome. I'm Nancy Christopher. And I'm Mary Motif, Director of Bayfield County Tourism. It's not technically winter yet, but it is time to start thinking about all the things you want to do this winter. It is the beginning of the snow season in Bayfield County, and it will soon be a winter wonderland up here with all kinds of outdoor fun. What do we need to do to get ready? Well, it's time to gear up for your favorite winter activities. So we're going to go through the array of all the different activities that you can gear up for up here. All right, I'm ready. So downhill skiing is something that people don't realize that we have up here, but we have uh, Mount Ashwa Bay, which has both downhill skiing as well as cross-country skiing, and it also has a tubing hill. And if you don't have your own gear, you can rent gear at Mount Ashwa Bay. So it's a great little family-friendly hill, and you know whether you're a beginner or whether you're an avid skier, it's not going to compare to the mountains out west, I'm just saying. but Yes, but it is much more affordable. It is way more affordable, and it's still lots of fun. But then cross-country skiing, there's a great system there. I want to say it's over 26 kilometers. That's only one of nine different cross-country skiing trail systems in Bayfield County. People don't realize, I think, that we have so many different options for places to go cross-country skiing. So you can really make a, a long weekend or a whole week of it if you'd like to. And then another note on the cross-country skiing, again, if you don't have your own gear or if you're wanting to not travel with your own gear, there are places where you can rent cross-country skis. So both Mount Ashwa Bay, but then the new Howell Adventure Center up near Bayfield has cross-country skis that you can try out on their own trails that they have right on their property before you decide whether you want to rent or buy equipment there. And so that's really a great place to stop before you go out on your adventures up here. Down in the southern part of the county, there's another really cool place. It's at the North End Ski Trail out of Cable, and they have the most adorable warming hut for when you're wanting to take a break. It's such a neat little place and it has like a picnic tables in it and uh, a wood stove and it's really awesome. So that's a great trail with amenities like that as well as up uh, at Valhalla which is more in the central part. Well it's still sort of north. It's north central. Mount Valhalla Recreation Area. So that's in the Schwamigan Nicolay National Forest and that is a really really nice trail system. There's a couple different trail systems actually there with a chalet and again, a separate warming area just near the ski trails. So, so many great places to go skiing. There really is. I mean, there are trails galore up there. Summertime or wintertime, right? Right, all the time. Lots and lots of trails. Something that people don't think about sometimes in the winter, you know, we have 39 hiking trails. So in the wintertime, those are great snowshoe trails because uh, a lot of times people still want a marked trail to follow and if people go to the hiking trails, and you know, someone is going to have to break ground and, and start packing the trail. But once that's done, that's a great activity to do in the wintertime if you're not a skier. 
you know, just get out there and, and do some snowshoeing. And that's actually something you can do on frozen Lake Superior, which when people are out ice fishing and you feel confident that the ice is solid. That's an important point. It is. <laughs> <laughs> you can go right out there and snowshoe and look at the beautiful cliffs along the shoreline. And it's really gorgeous. Um, that's something that people also do sometimes with their winter fat bikes, which is another fun activity you can gear up for in the wintertime. Again, Howell Adventure Center has fat bikes that you can try out up there. If you have your own, bring it. And there are um, a couple of different trails that actually groom for winter fat biking. And we'll have details about that on our website as that gets closer to happening. And then there's some fun winter fat biking races that go on throughout the winter. Another popular place that people do that is across the ice road when that freezes from Bayfield to Madeline Island. You'll see people out there fat biking from Bayfield to Madeline Island and back on frozen Lake Superior. About how long is that there and back? Um, I want to say it's about a mile and a half or so there. So, you know, three miles or so round trip. So it's not too bad when you're on a bike. No, it's a lot better than swimming it. <laughs> and they do that too, um, but not in the winter. And then, of course, snowmobiling is an awesome activity to do up yes. here. We have such incredible snowmobile trails. I think I've said this before, but it, it just feels like you're in a dream when you're out there riding these trails through the forest um, because we have not only a huge amount of national forest, but we have lots and lots of Bayfield County forest as well. They really connect the southern part of the county all the way up to the South Shore along Lake Superior and uh, Red Cliff. And then um, Mount Valhalla is kind of in the central part of the northern part of the county. And then that you can branch off and go over to Iron River. Iron River is really kind of like the hub of motorized sports in Bayfield County. So there's, there's lots of snowmobile friendly businesses in Iron River and then down to Barnes and then over to Cable up through Drummond, Grant. I mean, they go all over the county. There are over 600 miles of groomed snowmobile trails. And then that doesn't take into account the ungroomed forest roads. And there's wow hundreds of miles of forest roads that are ungroomed and just ready for you to, you know, ride with your snowmobile on. Start thinking about your plans now because before you know it, winter is going to be done. And you, if you don't make your plans for what you want to do and when you want to come up and, and do it, it could slip away before you realize. Right. And this is such a popular sport in Wisconsin. People don't realize just how busy it gets in northern Wisconsin. You know, and another thing is um, we are one of the few places where the ATV and UTV trails are actually open throughout the winter. What that means is before the conditions are good for snowmobiling and before the grooming starts, you can be out on the ATV and UTV trails. Some of them are dual-use trails, though, so, so you do have to pay attention. When they start grooming the snowmobile trails, and if you're on a dual-use trail, then you know, we don't recommend that you're riding ATVs on the groomed snowmobile trails. So it gets a little tricky. But when the ground is frozen and before there's snow, it's the perfect time to be out there riding your ATV and UTVs. And we get questions all the time about whether those trails are open during hunting season. And yes, they are open. So be alert. Hunters and riders alike, be alert. Right. Another fun activity in the winter is dog sledding. And we have an outfitter that will take you out and you can drive your own team 
of sled dogs. And that's a really unique and fun adventure that you can do up here. It sure is. And that one, uh, you know, it's not something that a lot of people have the gear for. And you don't have to have the gear because they will outfit you from top to bottom with warm things uh, that will just keep you toasty as you're out there enjoying that fun adventure. And then, of course, last but not least... The ice caves. Right. Something to look <laughs> forward to, maybe, uh, if the conditions are right, the famous ice caves. Well, you never know, Mary. We have had sort of an early start to winter in Wisconsin. That's right. We have had some cold temps already. And so um, stay tuned because we will give updates. So if we are lucky enough to have the conditions for the ice caves to be accessible... It's really a cool experience. I would recommend doing it if you get the chance. And what that means is coming up and walking. And it's quite a walk. You know, it's a couple of miles. And so you really do have to have warm gear and layers because, you know, if it's a milder day when you're doing your hike out to the ice caves, you'll want to strip some layers off. But then it could be, you know, depending on where the wind is coming out, if you want to be prepared for cold and windy weather, just in case. Well, speaking of conditions, are there any sites that visitors can go to for weather and snow condition, trail conditions, or even the status of the ice caves? Yes, all of the above are available at TravelBayfieldCounty.com. And we have different menus specifically for the ice caves. We have a trails menu where... You have to pick which trails you're looking for in order to get into the trail conditions. But just look at TravelBayfieldCounty.com and just pick whatever menu you're interested in and it'll take you to the conditions. The Ice Cave page talks about um, a lot of general information about the ice caves. And then it also tells you where to go to get the official word from the National Park Service as to whether the caves are accessible or not. Well, we'll do. That's great information to know. Thanks, Mary. You bet. You know, an ice cold beer may not be something you're thinking about right now as we talk about the snow season, but there are quite a few warm, cozy spots to enjoy when you come off the trails and slopes. So next up, Mary talks to the owner and brewmaster at the South Shore Brewery in Washburn. They'll talk about what's on tap when we come back. The Brick House Cafe and Catering is located in downtown Cable in the heart of the Shawamigan Nicolay National Forest. The Brick House Cafe offers great coffee and espresso drinks, smoothies, pastries, and desserts, as well as breakfast and lunch. The menu features unique, fresh and creative items utilizing local ingredients. In addition to delicious breakfast options, you'll find homemade soups, satisfying sandwiches, house-made pastries, and desserts, all made daily. Open year-round, you can expect outstanding service and hospitality. It's even on the Triple D list of restaurants visited by Guy Fieri. Be sure to check out the Brick House Cafe and Catering Facebook page for upcoming events, featured menu items, and current hours. Welcome back. Did you know that South Shore beer is made in Bayfield County? Joining us now is Beau Belanger, owner and brewmaster at the South Shore Brewery and Tap House. Thanks for joining us, Beau. Good day, Mary. So tell us, what made you decide to open a brewery on the south shore of Lake Superior? Oh, do you got enough time? <laughs> I don't know. You keep on pondering. It was passion for the process of marrying art and science, and there's a bunch of things. It was a midlife crisis. You could call it a, a bunch of other things. I loved what I was doing before. I mean, I had a great job, and um, 
it was just one of those things that uh, you thought maybe you were prepared to move on to a different part of your life. And that's what I did. And what got you interested in brewing beer? Oh, all the things about beer, consuming-wise, um, knowing that we basically had a bunch of the same product out in the market. And um, I was influenced in the early 80s, late 70s with some of the craft beer um, revolution happening on the West Coast. A little bit of a historian kind of guy, too, so I loved the history of beer and that whole kind of way that it married with some of the lifestyles that I grew up as a kid. And we have some pretty awesome ingredients around here, including the fresh water right next to us. We've been trying to exploit a lot of those kind of uh, specialties about where we live and what comes from the, the land around us. We've gone as far as growing barley that became our base malt for our beers. We've contracted uh, hop farms in the central part of uh, the state where we found that they grow very well. Yeah, we've been a, a sort of a, a, a leader, I'd like to say, in the efforts to bring that local vor, that kind of thing that makes us special. We want to say something about we, where we live and every glass of beer that we make. And yes, Lake Superior is very, very important to that too. How long has uh, South Shore Brewery been in operation? seems like forever, but uh, we started in May of 1995, so we're headed in for our 25th anniversary next year. Awesome. So what's the story behind the Tap House? When did that open? We opened the Tap House in 2013, but it was in sort of a combination with the expansion of our brew pub life. Our brew pub life, of course, we originated in Ashland, in Ashland County. Um, that's where we were born, and we ran out of capacity to basically distribute. And so this building here in Washburn on the sort of like the opposite side of Schwamigan Bay gave us the opportunity to be a manufacturer more than just a brew pub. Along with my way of uh, thinking about stuff is always these uh, tasting rooms. So it's a great branding place for us. We've opened it up to the public uh, more than, than anything else. We like the branding opportunities and it's just a fun spot to do a lot of, I don't know, uh, free things. <laughs> so how many different types of beer do you have on tap? There are eight on tap at all times. Um, we do have a couple seasonals on right now still. So our uh, offerings are 10 wide today. And what's your most popular? The nut brown ale is what I'm known for. So if I'm known for anything else besides being bald and maybe a little round, it's, uh, <laughs> it's making nut brown ale. Uh, and of course, the other uh, famous one locally here is the Apple Fest Ale. Uh, it's got a great following. We've got a lot of brands that have a, a, a following out there, but Nut Brown's number one. Apple Fest is near and dear to our heart because of that historic relationship, too. And it's all about the agriculture. So local honey, fresh apple cider combined to make this kind of extraordinary beer that we have. Awesome. That's one of my favorites. So tell us about the vibe here at the Tap House. We're not a bar, and it's a, it's a place where people actually... Involve themselves in conversation, I think. I like to think of it that way. No TVs. We spin vinyl. We've got a bunch of those kind of old adult games. Shuffleboard, ping pong. Tabletop table. shuffleboard, yeah. right? Yeah, the, the, the long <laughs> bar tabletop shuffleboard. Yeah, we're not we're not in Florida outside, you know. No, no. Uh, and it's, like I said, it's um, a BYOF kind of place. Bring your own food. It's just got that kind of living room vibe. How's that? Yeah, perfect. I love that you spin vinyl. I think that's really a draw for some people um, that can appreciate. We want it to be a draw. I think that's what another thing to try and make us a little bit different than everybody else. But it was my record collection and my record player 
that were sitting being a plant stand in my house. <laughs> and so <laughs> that was we, the inspiration. <laughs> that was, it was just a plant stand in my house for a long time. So we, we decided that we were only open a few days a week at the tap house. So it didn't really pay for us to get it hooked up with the internet and TVs and all that stuff. So we started spinning the vinyls and the collection just started growing and growing and growing. And thanks to a lot of help locally, you can come in here and browse through probably around 1,300 records right oh now. Oh, my gosh. Do people come and bring you albums? Yeah. They don't have opportunities maybe to listen at home. And we've got a great sound system here. We take great care of your albums when you bring them in. And so, yeah, we can't wait to hear what your vinyl sounds like. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so can people get a tour of the brewery operation? Uh, absolutely. We um, encourage you, though, to schedule a tour. We don't have the set schedule for tours. You know how seasonal we are and stuff like that. So sometimes getting a tour by a brewer is really, really special. And so give us a call. I mean, you can reach out to us on our website, through our emails and stuff like that. Give us a call. We'd love to show you around. So like if you had a little group of people, something yeah. like that you'd want to do? Yeah, we do that. We've been hooked up with a lot of the kayak kind of communities, those kind of people that are looking for something to do while they're up here. Sure. And so their event coordinators have contacted us. We can do upwards of 20, 25 people if you've got that big of a group. And we'll even take you on a tour if it's just you and your you know, spouse or just you. Okay, awesome. So, yeah. Thank you. That's Bo, I have to tell everyone, is amazing at giving this yeah. tour because uh, you, know, you give so much of the history and the chemistry yeah. and you know some of the things that you may not hear um, at other brewery tours so I, I really love your brewery tour thanks thanks mary do you have any uh, special events that you host at the tap house how timely for you to ask yeah we do we, we we try to do something once a month but the big thing that's coming up here in december is our winter solstice party so it's our third annual um we've only been open here like you said for a few years so uh, we thought the the two solstices of out of the year that we were going to try and and make something special. So we have food, music, tours. If you're looking for a tour at the solstice party on the 21st, the fun thing is it's the longest day, the cold, whatever. It's all about the cold, but we don't. We turn up the heaters in here. We encourage you to wear flip flops and uh, beach wear. Nice. And so yeah, there's prizes and all that kind of uh, shenanigans for the beach kind of theme that we're trying to do. So yeah, we'll crank the heat in here. Don't have to worry about that. Music, food, and then some great beer. I love it. For those of us who uh, aren't flying away somewhere warm, we can take advantage of that night and and feel like we're somewhere uh, tropical. Awesome. Anything else that you would like to share? Thanks to all of uh, the people that help us put this together. I got a great staff, great support. The communities that we're in are um, very supportive of what we do. We try and be uh, likewise as supportive of what they do. It's just a great place to live. Um, We might struggle a little bit more than some breweries up there's not a lot of people in our backyard so get your butt up here come and see us it's worth the trip it is true we don't have a very big population base here which is part of the beauty of the place Um, so you can come get away from it all relax and um, have a brew and listen to some tunes here at the tap house in washburn thank you so much for joining us today be well mary thanks everybody Um, Next, we are going to head back to the studio to chat with Nancy about some other December events, so stay tuned.
The Bayfield Inn is a premier lodging establishment along the shores of Lake Superior in downtown Bayfield. The inn is centrally located in easy walking distance to nearby restaurants, shops, and attractions, including the Apostle Islands Cruise Service and Madeline Island Ferry Line. Newly renovated, the Bayfield Inn reflects yesterday's charm with today's amenities and has 21 rooms on site plus more than 40 vacation rental options. Whether you are planning a quiet getaway, an adventure, a destination wedding, family reunion, or corporate retreat, the Bayfield Inn has a wide variety of lodging options to fit your needs and budgets. Check out availabilities today at BayfieldInn.com. Welcome back to Bayfield County Wild. This is the greatest time of year for many reasons, but especially for all the holiday festivities and celebrations. What are some of the highlights you can tell us about this December, Mary? So December starts out with our wassail dinner concerts going on, and that's through December 22nd. We also have the Ulu Glass Glass Blowing Classes and their annual holiday show. Say that fast three times in a row. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I can. Ulu Glass Glass Blowing Classes. But that, you know, what a great opportunity to learn how to blow glass. And then we've got Christmas in Cable, the weekend of December 6th through the 8th. And that is a really fun holiday celebration to get you in the spirit. Um, Breakfast with Santa, a huge craft show and bazaar and all sorts of holiday cheer. Something else happening that weekend is a holiday boutique at Legendary Waters. And then there's Merry Old Christmas in Washburn where you'll see Santa again. He's making the rounds. That's right. He gets around. He certainly he does. does. <laughs> <laughs> and all sorts of fun holiday cheer happening there. And then there's breakfast with Santa at Lakewoods Resort. Boy, he's really getting around that weekend. <laughs> and then the Holiday Spirit Gallery Tour starts also that weekend. And uh, the Holiday Bazaar at the Great Lakes Visitor Center. Here's something different. A Dickens of a Christmas presented by White Winter Winery. What's that all about? So it sounds really awesome. It's a play and guests enjoy a five course Victorian style meal paired with white winter winery mead or ciders. And then it's a fundraiser for the library. So it's a really cool event that they started at White Winter Winery. Yeah, it sounds great. And then there is a Scandinavian Christmas dinner at Lakewoods Resort. And then Santa and Mrs. Claus come over on the ferry from Madeline Island on December 14th. Well, at least she came down to join them this time. <laughs> That's right. I think it's the only place Mrs. Claus shows up. Then, oh, it's the Tap House Winter Solstice Party, December 21st at the South Shore Brewery. That sounds like it's going to be a really fun night. Oh, yeah. Then Mount Ashwa Bay has holiday mini camps happening. So uh, when kids are on winter break, they can come and uh, sharpen their skills skiing at Mount Ashwa Bay December 27th through the 29th. And oh, then, that's uh, great. What a nice thing to do in between New Year's right? and Christmas. Right. It's really great. And then, of course, that brings us to New Year's Eve. And there will be plenty of New Year's Eve celebrations happening. The one that we know of right now is at Lakewoods Resort. Wow. I can't believe we're already there ringing in the new year. We're almost there, Nance. Okay. So where can we find out more information about all of these events? Of course, you can find out about all of these things at TravelBayfieldCounty.com and then more on our Facebook page for Bayfield County Tourism. And what will we be talking about in the new year? 
we are actually going to talk about sled dog racing because there are now two sled dog races in Bayfield County this winter. All right. That's exciting. Very popular sport up there. Thanks, Mary. And to everyone listening, if you like what you've heard today, please take a moment to share, review, and subscribe to Bayfield County Wild. If there's anything you'd like to know about today's episode, we'll have all the links and resources available in our show notes. And on behalf of Mary and myself, thank you for listening to Bayfield County Wild. Bye-bye.